Zoom is still snitching, let everyone know that we're recording in progress. So it's like, yeah, I already told this fool I'm going to hit fucking record. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's been a it's been a rather lengthy hiatus. Uh, It's me, Chalfie. I got Delvin in the house. T's about to show up soon. Um, It's Cadillac on Mars. Um, Yeah, we got to stop asking now. We're back. Stop (laughs) asking me when y'all coming back. Stop (laughs) asking me when we recording. So tell me, leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> ask Chalfie all these questions because I don't have the answer to none of them. <laughs> yeah, it really has been. Uh, I'll take all all the blame and all the responsibility. Um, it's fuck it, it's just been a lot. Like these last few months have just been like insane. Um, so it's just like not really having time. Um, if it's like not work, then it's like just fucking around in these streets. So. Um, before we get into me, because I'm going to be doing all kinds of catching up. Yes, we will do a uh, uh, So Tell Me very soon. Um, you know, we just get back in the swing of things in Cadillac on Mars. Um, got some special episodes in the works as well. So Delvin won't be on those. <laughs> 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 so, um, man, Delvin, uh, since the last time we recorded, which was like fucking like way back in like April or some shit. Um, what have you been up to, man? Everything's been pretty good, man. Just been trying to relax and stuff like that. And haven't been really playing video games, but I've been mostly just fixing shit in the house that need to get fixed and getting some affairs in order. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way to say it. But overall, it's been good. Good. I, no complaints. Um, It's interesting how certain things, I don't know if this is a so tell me thing or not. Well, I'll fuck it. I'll see it here. Yeah, might as well. I mean, if anything, um, um, it's just a sampler for if you want to hear more of the yeah. story, you can go over there. So, as people know, I'm getting a divorce. This has been a long process. Very. But I'm learning now. We are probably at the end of the process because I'm starting to get those letters. And what the letters are, I don't know if you notice, know this for people. Well, who the fuck would know unless they get divorced? Yeah, I was like, what, you, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, unless you get divorced, you wouldn't know this. You start, you, 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 have you ever got a ticket before, Chaffee? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Okay. You ever notice how, and I didn't know this was a thing with divorce as well, when you get a ticket, they send you a whole bunch of, like, ticket lawyer letters and stuff like that, advertisements and things, like, you want us to beat your ticket for you, this, like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a gang of those for divorce. Okay. Like, every day. Because now you're on the sort of, like, uh, call sheet where they're just like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to need help, so let's get him, you know. All it's yeah. all those case chasers type of people. It's it's so weird. I don't know how to feel about it. It's not it's that the whole divorce thing. That that I'm over. I'm like fuck that. I don't care. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm over. Like that. that's old, that's been old news for years now. <laughs> yeah, but just getting all these letters in the mail, like, hey, you need a lawyer. Hey, you need a lawyer. And it just kind of makes you like, damn, what the fuck did I do? Do I need to call a lawyer for real? Yeah. Then when you realize what it's for, like, oh, okay, no. Yeah. This it's is like, not- no. You're just trying to get money out of me. Like you're really not going to help me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, huh? Oh, I don't need you. <laughs> but it's, just, it's a little unnerving when you start getting like six or seven letters a day from lawyers and shit like that. Like, oh god damn, what did I do? Also, and I used to see- hate that when I used to when I, when I used to get tickets and shit like that, and they send you a thousand, yeah, a thousand well, lawyer papers. Like, Want a clear record? It's like, what? Okay, fine. But uh, I was gonna say, just steer clear of anyone who just has one single digit as their whole phone number. Like, call me at five five five. Five 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 or two 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 
two, 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 two. It's like, what? Like, no, I don't think you're reputable. You just got one digit. No one will trust you. <laughs> and it's always like a version of the same dude, whereas he's just got like either like the really big brush, like push broom must mustache, or like uh the skinny, like uh fucking uh pencil mustache. And it's like either way. It's just the same dude in costume where I'm like, no, yes. I'm going to call you. I, I don't trust you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're on the, if you, if you advertise on the bus, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm not disrespecting public transit. Just saying like, I think, uh, I think I'm good. It's, it's, it's interesting though. Cause I, I'm glad we're, I don't want to say, I'm, maybe glad is a strong word. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. use glad is the best word I can use for this. Yeah. I'm glad that we're inching towards the end of this process, so I can finally move forward with life. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say maybe not glad, but maybe just like you're starting to get some uh, some peace of mind because I know yeah. that even though you've come to terms with like what's going on in the relationship and like the status of things, I know that you still had things kind of looming in your head. A lot of what ifs. And yeah. now those sort of what ifs are just probably really just like falling to the wayside because thinking about the relationship between you and your kids, you and her, her family and you, your family and her, like that's a lot of moving pieces to really kind of deal with it. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg. But now that things finally are like solidifying, it's just like, I'm sure yeah. you kind of, things are a little bit clearer, a little bit brighter. And I'm a little bit happier knowing that my kids aren't young. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're almost adults at this point. Like my son's going to be, what, he's going to be 17 this year. Mm-hmm. My daughter's going to be, what, 15. So they're almost out the door. So I yeah. don't know, like, how much more can I do after that? Like, it's, it's only a few more years for they're growing up and they're going yeah. to college and stuff like that. So in terms of that aspect, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I think they'll, they'll, they will be okay mm-hmm. with everything at this age now. Well, and I think because you, <clears throat> I mean, the circumstances have been odd too, and that you've been going through the process and still like living together, you know? And so Sucks. it's been like a weird transition, but you've also been able to be there for your kids, you know? Yeah. So I think if anything, it's, it is kind of good timing because like you said, if they're going to get ready to go to college or they're moving into like the next phase of their life, um, you can just be ready for that as opposed to like going to school, going to college, wherever they're going to end up. And then still dealing with like, I don't know what is going on in this household or relationship, you know? Yeah. And honestly speaking, I don't know how much would change after the divorce happens. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of like, okay, if the divorce happens, are you going to leave? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is she going to leave immediately after it happens? Is she going to move in with her, her, boyfriend or whatever it's called yeah what happened where do we go from there so i wouldn't think too much about it until that actually happens whatever happened with that in yeah. terms of that and, and go forth from there but yeah I'm, I'm glad the ball seems to be rolling in the right direction now let, let's uh let's kind of dip into the kids a little bit um because you know you mentioned like one's uh 17 so is he going is that your daughter or your son which one my son so what's he gonna um what's his game plan after like after he, high school? I think he said he wants to go to 
Full Sail University. Okay. Like major video, video game production and stuff like that. So oh, nice. I, I think that would be cool. Uh, full sales, not that expensive mm-hmm. to my knowledge. So that's a good thing as opposed to other colleges. So he probably can get us some scholarships and grants to go there and things like that. So, yeah. Nice. And then your daughter, your daughter I mean, what, so she's going in. Is she in her sophomore year right now? Then? No, she's. um, cool. Yeah, she's going to her freshman year. The fuck? Yeah, she's, she's going a ninth, in? Yeah, she's going to be a ninth grade this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then is she a late baby then? Because like my son is thirteen, going on fourteen, and then he'll yeah. be a freshman next year. Yeah, her birthday is in October. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's 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 a whole different experience too. Um, yes. Is getting them prepared for that. That's quite the adventure. Yeah, but uh, fortunately. For my kids, they're going to school online. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for me, they're going to school online. So I got to worry about all that bullshit that's going on in the world now. Just yeah. go to school online, get your shit done. And my daughter, I asked my daughter the other day, I'm like, do you want to go back to Because they started, when well, my daughter started going to school online during the pandemic. Because we used yeah. to, you know, you know, Florida would be Florida. And they were like, yeah. hey, kids, go back to school. We were like, nah, we good. <laughs> my daughter can stay stay on at home and do school work. Yeah. And now I, I asked her, I'm like, hey, do you want to go back into school? She's like, nah, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why? She's like, because it's easier here. I just do my school work and be done by like fucking 12 o'clock noon. And I can just yeah. relax all day. I'm like, you make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, hey. If they got it figured out and they're already dialed in, like, and honestly, I'll get into it a little bit later too. But like, I mean, the state of, state of education not because of education is a really big problem, you know, but I'll touch on that a little bit later. And then it looks like we got T in the house. What's up, man? What up? What up? My apologies, man. It, some days, some days. We'll just hey, go with that. You know what? <laughs> hey, I'm glad you guys were just able to accommodate me today. Cause I was like, you know what? I got today off. Yeah. I don't know what you guys had planned. If you guys are going to be like barbecuing, sleeping late, reading books. Some bullshit. I, like I that. barbecued. Well, I didn't barbecue yesterday. I cooked um a, a big ass slab of ribs yesterday. Nice. In the uh in the in the roaster, mm-hmm. they came out so good. Like they like they falling off the the bone good type ribs, and I didn't. Even, they were so good to me. I didn't even put barbecue sauce on them. Like okay. no, this is good just, enough. They were just straight up, straight up seasoned them. They were great. There's well, a uh, meat popping. There's a, a pizza place around the way. And it's a kind of like a little independent shop who have, in my opinion, like at least for what I enjoy is like the best fucking beef ribs. And um, at a pizza place? Yes, at a pizza place. Huh. <clears throat> and the only reason I found out about it was because someone that we used to hang with was like, oh, yeah, I mean, this place, Big E's, has some really good like ribs. And I was like, that place looks run down. Like it looks like terrible. And he's like, nah, man, these fucking ribs are be the ones. And <laughs> then be the places. he brought them and they're, they're real. They got, they got a nice bold sauce on them. The beef rib is like definitely like fall off the bone style. And they're meaty, not fatty, meaty, you know? And um, so it's just like, damn, these things fucking hit. So I picked up a full slab of ribs. They had a weird combo yesterday that was like a full slab of ribs a giant ass salad like to share with like a family meal um a thing of spaghetti and some garlic bread and that shit was 25 bucks nice i was like it's a good price 
I was like, you know what? I could do this. So I'll, I'll be saving the spaghetti for work this week. And then uh, Gavin and I have been hitting these ribs like if they were snack chips. Just like, yeah, I think I might have a rib, right? Because <laughs> like I said, it's a full slab. So you know, yeah, there's a lot to go around. But uh, yeah, man. So that's, uh, I would, like I said earlier, I'm, just, I'm glad you guys were able to join. And then after, you know, our, our little hiatus just to get fucking life together. I'm glad to be able to like talk to you guys and get shit back on track. But uh, we were just catching up on shit. So let's uh, let's transition over to T. What's going on with you, man? So much, so much, so much. That 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 whole month off is enough to be like, wow, a whole lot went down. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> uh, a good chunk of it, of course, was the, the various finals of my, my child's uh, uh, free education. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Free. I'm going to throw quotes around because I really spent a lot of money this last year, bro. Oh, you did. But uh, my 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 oldest graduated, and uh, in in that process, we did all the the the, the things. You know, the, it was prom, and it was, you know, the actual graduation and so forth and so on. And uh, but successfully did that this past Friday, from uh, when we record, and um, very very excited. It was like his last various concerts, his last band concert, his last uh, choir concert. Choir concert got me right in my fucking guts, of course, because oh, my son. Because his and his and his uh, band teacher, I mean, excuse me, his choir uh, uh, teacher even said she does does things like this on purpose. She gave him a solo, so my kids up there with a solo, and it was done for your man. I'm just sitting there, like, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just cry my little eyes out, bro. Um, man, let me say, anytime because I know you are uh, a man who is open with his emotions, and I respect yeah. it. Um, <laughs> Anytime you post a picture of like, and this is like going through this year, anytime there's like, you know, it's the final band thing. It's the final this or one yeah. more. I'm like, how much did this fool cry? Like, so <laughs> the final band thing, not at all. They kept it hype. They brought, they did uh, some uh, Caribbean, some Afrobeat and some, uh, ooh, what was the other style of music they brought in? Anyway, it was hype. The whole right. show, so the whole fire band was- to cry at a party. Yeah, exactly. They went hard, and 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 uh, it was so fucking dope to see. It. They brought in uh, my man. So, you know, uh, they brought in the brother who you know, come through on the on the on the what are those things? Those drums, the steel drums. Ah, the little the little uh, the little conga like mug. Oh, the conga drum. Okay, but you, look, yeah, yeah, you know exactly. You picture it in my in your head what I'm telling you. So, mm-hmm. dude in the suit, Latin dude in the suit, little hat on the. <laughs> Did he rock the hat? I don't think he rocked the hat. He did not rock the hat. But on the Congos, shouting out the stuff, they end up letting him do most of the, the announcement work. So it was a hype little situation. Yeah, that's tight. So no tears there at all. Uh, drove him to school for the last time, which was actually dropping me, me dropping him off at uh, graduation rehearsal. And I know I knew it was the last time I was dropping him off. At I don't school. like that. And I said, it's the last time, bro. And uh as soon as I said last time, my voice starts cracking, and I'm like, "Let me just drive my ass on here right now before I get this child upset." And uh, didn't really cry to graduation. It was more, again, more of excitement. He uh, toward the end because they, they again, he was singer choir. So of course they brought they bring the choir out to sing. Uh, what was the name of that song? May the Lord bless, which is basically you know basically a little benediction song. And of course they sang the the alma mater. The May the Lord bless got me. The alma mater not so much. Cause I, it ain't my own water, <laughs> but that was it, man. Not, not a ton of like, Oh my God, I'm weeping, but up some, some, some steps, some years, some theirs. And so, uh, 
that's just that that that's been my my, my son for as for my 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 uh my youngest man just been working on some stuff for for their 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 gender uh, uh affirming and uh it is a uh, it has its own challenges and so forth. Like today, why while I'm late to this show today is because I had to go to the uh, pharmacist and pick up uh, what is essentially a birth control, but we gonna we, we, but not really. It was a birth control of the '80s mm-hmm. that the side effects were so that most women didn't want to get down with it. But for people who are transitioning or are in the midst of transition toward a more masculine looking thing, the, mm-hmm. the side effects is actually really great. Ah. It, it, it does what it's supposed to do, and indeed mm-hmm. controls birthing. So you so uh, you know no periods, but also it uh, has a habit of growing facial hair and deepening voices and so forth. Those okay. are things people who are you know working with with a, you know some some gender affirmation would want. Uh-huh. And I go there, I go to the thing that that, that script should have just read up yesterday automatically. I go today, they like, oh, we don't even got it. Like, what the fuck you mean you don't got it? And then they like, well, that's not really birth control. I'm like, factually, it is. So yeah. don't tell me it's not. Where is it? Why don't we have it? Okay, so we got to order you some more, but we got a couple right here in, in, in the house that we'll, we'll put you on to get you a little pageant. I'm like, bruh. I already, one, I live in the great state of Ohio, and I love this state, and I always have loved this state, but this state is the south, the Florida of the north. Yes. <laughs> in their behavior, in their laws, and so forth and so on. I know it is becoming more and more challenging to raise a transgender child in this state. Mm-hmm. And I... And I truly believe I might not be able to stay here. And that's bothering me. Uh-huh. And that sucks. Uh, it is. It does suck. But I cannot be in a state where they are not affirmed and uh, where they would be, you know, made a pariah or made to feel bad about themselves. Yeah. Now, now the real of it is, is my kid has it. We're going to throw quotes around easier because film to mask as opposed to master film which is what they really want to go out for mm-hmm. men and dressing up as women or whatever they're gonna say you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. bro that's not that's not what's happening but because and that basically that's what we have, has been the, the laws in texas and other states like that they've been making it to say basically uh boys transitioning to ladies and I'm, i don't even like those terms because that's not even what's, what's what but yeah but you it's, know, it's, it's the it's it clear it clears the point more you know it's the fear mongering and like yeah um intentionally sexualizing things that aren't correct sexual yeah yes and so um it's a worry but mm-hmm. also i got my kids back so you know what it is and so yeah. we gonna make it man and 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 if we have to leave be to for safe safe safety's sake and 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 so forth then we will. Yeah. and that sucks to have to say that but my gig is pretty good about uh, such things. They've been real mm-hmm. vocal about saying, look, if you got to get the fuck out of somewhere because of the, the draconian laws of your area, mm-hmm. work, holler at us, work with us, we can see what we can do. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, because we're only like maybe six weeks away from actually living in like Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Like yeah. for sure. Well, yeah, so. let me commend you, T. I know this is, sounds crazy to say that, but a lot of parents won't won't make that move and make that transition for their kids mm-hmm. and that sacrifice. And I commend you for doing that, man. And I commend you also for being understanding because a lot of parents aren't understanding and don't get right. what's going on with these type of situations. They don't know how to handle it, honestly. Yeah. It's funny, again, like I said, I know, I know talking about periods gets some people squeaky. I know all of us as grown men, we okay with it. Yeah. I had to take my kid to uh, an, an OB because they still have a uterus and that things and that has to be you know, addressed by a specific type of doctor. And uh, just dumb luck into this doctor. I choose. I, I got this doctor based on the, their uh, availability. Mm-hmm. Going to the doctor, 
I lay it all out on there. The doctor looked at me crooked, right? And I'm like, what are you looking at me crooked for? She's like, did you look me up on Google? I go, no, I didn't look. No, who does that? People Google yeah. doctors. Like, what are you talking about? Thing. <laughs> all she do, all her focus is, how she hit this shit is gender affirmation for children around my kid's age. Damn. That's that blindly, their, you, blindly, that, you blindly threw a dart and hit bullseye. Yeah, that is their focus. That is their study. Shit. They were wildly excited to see my child there. They were wildly excited to have me there, like, like you know what I'm saying, being supportive and not whatever. Mm-hmm. Asking, I guess, asking the right questions. And I've been like, well, okay. This this right here worked itself out real, real solid. So yeah. we have we have a medical team now that's on our side, you know what I'm saying, and supportive and has some ideas about how we can make make this process, you know, easier. Mm-hmm. As easy as one can make it. It's still it, it is it is right. its own challenge, but yeah, man, that that touch touch your boy's soul to like, oh, dumb luck, dumb luck. It was, yeah. true. It was no, that's amazing. Luck, yeah, yeah, I had no idea that this this one was gonna do this. And in fact, it had had I come in and she had some some you know some sideways shit to say, I was prepared for that as well, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, with it, it really can be the luck of the draw for real. Went through did some diagnostics, came across, came we came to some conclusions, and we okay, we okay, we gonna work this way to do this. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So man, it's it's it it like I said, my my children, my babies. Mm-hmm. That it it has been uh, quite an interesting journey with with them. Uh, my my partner is going through it right now. Her with uh, their job, her job, her company got sold mm-hmm. a third time, mind you. This company's been sold multiple times in her seven years working there. Damn. Yeah. Can't call it with that particular uh, industry. To Who a company, now? Microsoft. No. Cyprus. <laughs> they buy, they buy oh everybody. shit! You know what? I'm a well. You know I said it out loud already. So whatever. It's a company in Florida. <laughs> And uh, and that company, I think, uh, I, I think I stood at the sword beep. I'll see what I could do. <laughs> uh, that, that company is in Florida, and uh, they be on some nonsense. And uh, her boss the other day was literally yelling at her, and I'm like, "We don't do that, not in yeah. corporate America. You ain't gonna come to me any old way." But yeah. my my in the great state of Ohio, the laws are real simple. We are one party us us state. You can uh, just record phone calls in Ohio, no issue. Florida, not so much. Florida, both parties need permission and need to know it's going to be recorded. Yes. So my partner was smart, wise enough to record these conversations and has this woman on tape yelling at her like she ain't got good sense. And it's like, look, it's time for some act, right? So Vanessa's probably going to have to uh, leave that job because of that nonsensory. But if it come down to it, we got some, uh, you know, evidentiary type shit to be like, y'all motherfuckers is wilding and I expect better of you. And when yeah. we, she, re- she recently went and looked them up on, I want to say like either Glassdoor or one of those other job sites and everybody who ever worked there hates it. They, 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 they say how it's a family owned company. So everything about it is nepotism. The HR mm-hmm. is a joke and so forth and so on. And truly has proven to be that way with, uh, with Vanessa. So it's, it's wild out here. So, <laughs> so, but she is trying to be, you know, trying to find her peace and be better and has been out applying for some new roles and so forth. So we hope that uh, she finds gainful employment elsewhere sooner than later. Yeah. And fuck that company. Yeah. Damn, the household is full of changes, top to bottom. I, I told you that month, man, was, was, a, was a wild one to take off. And as for me, life is okay, bro. The gig is, is, is going well. Uh, everything, everything is right with me. This calyx that you can't see over here uh, where, where my records are stored is now completely full. I Damn. filled my record shelf. That's a problem because yes. further back in this room is a whole another pile of records with no home to go. I was about to, to say. I know you got. I know you got. Either have a stack or unopened boxes, and probably both. No, no, no. Boxes, are, boxes are always open. But it is indeed. <laughs> well, you know what? There is a box in the basement that needs to be open. That's not records. That's something else. 
But there's another stack of records over here. So at some point, I'm going to have to uh, figure out. It might be. It might also include having to redesign this room or, or the layout mm. of this room in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And uh, and give me some more space for my my ever growing record collection. And uh, yeah, you miss out here with the lots. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's been your hottest like most recent purchase? Where you're like, fuck, I'm so uh, stoked I got this. What did I get? Uh, I, I got that Tyler on vinyl. Okay. So, uh, okay. Uh, call me if you get lost. Um, the uh, a Tribe Called Quest, uh, Low End Theory, the Vinyl Me Please pressing of it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. People on some people on the internet have been like, mine is staticky or this that third, but I know a pressing when I hear it. And I'm like, it, it is it's pressed at 45. Well, it's pressed at 45 and lathe cutting. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks gorgeous. So that Tribe Called Quest is dope. Um, what else have I cop recently, man? Uh, I don't know, but those two are uh, stick out as like, yo, mm-hmm. come these on. are the ones. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you know it, it, it was important because I, I re-signed up for Bonnie Me Please after I've been after I've been going for a little bit mm-hmm. to uh, cop uh, <laughs> to cop uh, that record. And then chop. What record did you send me? Oh fuck! What was that? Slum Village. Was it Slum Village album? No, it might have been that Black Delicious. Yes. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. blazing arrow. So the the vitamin please pressing of a, a black delicious went on. Uh, it it was a, a, a vitamin please album of the month some months back. Sold out almost immediately because uh, Gift of Gab had recently passed away, and uh, so that that it was a wildly popular record. But they they did a re up for people who were members of it. At that, that, that time, Chalfie was a member and I was not, and so yeah. he got me that record. Thank you, sir. And uh, so yeah, yeah, I got mine. Yeah. My records is dumb at this point, bro. It's dumb. Full. Like, <laughs> no, I got to, I, I see a spot right now. I'm like, I might have some wiggle room right there. But, bro, yeah. this is, it is wild how many records I have currently that uh, needs to be addressed. So. I mean, just, just to, just to piggyback on that, I mean, I'm still out here getting records too, yet still don't have a record player. <laughs> but you got people working on that for you, though, right? I mean, me? <laughs> Oh no! I thought, I thought your I thought your people at uh, at the school was uh trying oh, yeah. to hunt you no, down. I, they did, um, yeah, no, I did get a link to someone. It's just one of those things too where I just haven't had like really the time to like follow up on it um, yeah. because I was looking at like a legit turntable set, which I think I might just go with like a single turntable on the fader. I mean, like yeah. that's kind of like the big part to get, but just in general, just to have something to like play on, you know. Mm-hmm. So that might be like a Father's Day gift to me from me type of thing. Um, but I did, uh, I've been wanting for a really long time, even before you even put me onto Vinyl Me Please, just a copy of um, Fear of the Black Planet. Because yeah. that is like one, one of my all-time like favorite albums. It is fucking timeless. Like, I remember just the, um, like the sort of like goosebumps I got the first time I listened to it back in fucking, when did that come out? Late 80s, early 90s type of thing? Yeah. And uh that shit blew my mind. And then with just like the social commentary, like all the things that, you know, political shit, it's like fast forward to today. And that album is still relevant, you know, that, relevant. that whole era. Like when you really think about it, like do the right thing comes out Fear of black planet comes out. Like all that shit is still like very like relevant today. Even the fashion's back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, so when that came up on Vinyl Me Please, I was like, oh, fuck, yes. I got to get it. And so that was my last uh, purchase with them. And then I cleared out my um, 
my subscription. But so I was able to get um, like off of them. I did get Chief Key finally rich. So I was nice. excited about that. Um, so it was my son. I got the Fear of Black Planet. Um, I swapped out one album. Oh, I did not want Young MC. So I got, so I got, I got the first Doors album, and then it came with like a forty-five as well. Nice, and, uh, really. As much as people shit on the Doors, like I really, really like them. Uh, but I think it's also one of those things too. Like, um, um, my dad like played a lot of Doors in the house, yeah. and so it's just kind of like it's got a lot of the nostalgic piece in it as well. But um, and a couple other things. But that was kind of like my my big big pickup. I've actually been wanting to make my way downtown to we have a independent record store that moved to a larger location called fingerprints. And so I've been meaning to get out there just to see what they got going on because the album I really, really been on the hunt for is um, if I can get the blue or pink version of um, Danny Brown's atrocity exhibition, I'd be super happy, but just in general, um, even if I just had a copy of it on vinyl, and it was just straight up black, then I'd be stoked with that too. So I need to make it my way, make my way over to Amoeba and then um, that or fingerprints and kind of see which has it. I'm also not trying to pay like a hundred bucks for it too. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to ask, are you, uh, do you have a particular, uh, like I need to go get this from a record store. Cause some people are like that. They're like, I must be in a record store to cop my shits or, or are you okay with uh, hitting up, you know, uh, Discogs, Discogs like the rest of us. I'm, yeah. I'm good with Discogs too. Um, what's the name of this album again? Sorry, say it again. Atrocity Exhibition. Atrocity Exhibition. 13 versions of this. So let's click on that and see how many. Oh, yeah. I've actually seen this in, my, in the, the vinyl group I'm in on uh, Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Vinyl Me Please has a blue version, blue vinyl. And uh, the limited edition is like hot pink. So I'm clicking on the various versions of it right now to see what, what kind of pricing we got going here. I'm looking at the same. There's the pink one right there. So on the pink one, uh, 21 for sale. One of them, 55 bucks, uh, $5 shipping, $60 total. That's from uh, a seller here in the United States. Also, they have make me an offer. So, you know, you, 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 don't, you don't have to uh, suffer that. So that's not a bad price. Yeah, it's not bad. And yeah, because the, the last time I looked, it was 80 bucks. I think it was the cheapest I had seen for um, a copy, and I was like, yeah, I ain't paying eighty. Yeah, everything over here is is, is in the uh, currently on Discogs, and for the pink one, is in the sixty dollar range. Let's look at the uh, the club version, the uh, the Vinyl Me Please variant. Can y'all can y'all tell I shop for records a lot? Yeah, man, this one <laughs> went in it quick. All of a sudden, I seen T just yeah. like snap. He was like, okay, <laughs> let's get to work. <laughs> the, the the electric blue Vinyl Me Please pressing mm-hmm. is let's see, this one is two hundred dollars. And this one is three hundred and five dollars, and that three hundred and that three hundred and five dollar one only claims to be very good, not right. even not even mint or near mint. Yeah, send me a link to those pink ones. I'll, I'll look gotcha, at you. Gotcha. And then with that, I think I'll transition to my stuff because I got a bunch of shit to go through. Like <laughs> from the last time we recorded to now, like man, it's been like nuts. Uh, I think last time we talked, um, got my colonoscopy done. Um, that was like. Super, super easy, like no yeah. big deal. Everything came back clean and clear. So I was like stoked about that. Um, did, um, I think within that time too, went on spring break and spring break was really nice because I was just off, but my kids were still in school. Um, so 
I just basically like my wife and I just like hung out that whole week and just like went to lunch every day, had drinks, just like got to like hang out, which is not easy to do when you have kids that still need like babysitters and shit. You know, it's not like they're old enough where you'd be like, we'll be back. I mean, we'll run errands, but like to be gone for an extended amount of time is like, no, we got to get back home, you know? Um, so that was, re- that was really nice to be able to do that. And then um, I did a bunch of concerts. Um, one of my favorite all-time bands is Beach House. Went to go see them at the Greek. Um, and that was a nice one because uh, Greek is a really, really nice setting. It's like, even though it's um, like in the LA area, it's really like, just like kind of like surrounded by trees and shit like that. So you really feel like you're somewhere else. And then like Beach House has a very like, I guess, ethereal type of sound to them. So the ambiance was just on point. And uh, it was kind of funny because I, you know, I go to, I said this many times, like I go to concerts like by myself and um, I would got my, I had really good seats too. Like I was like left of center, but like near the front and there's seat seats. So it wasn't like general admission, but there was this girl sitting next to me and uh, kind of a younger girl. And she was like, "Uh, excuse me. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, are you here by yourself? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, is it weird that I'm here by myself? <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? And she's like, I really wanted to see this band. And my friends, like, I think her friends ended up getting tickets, but sat somewhere else. And she's like, so I got myself a ticket and I'm right here. She's like, I'm, but I'm really excited. But I also feel weird that I'm by myself. And I was like, listen, you're, I go, I'm not to sound like an old man, but like, you're young you're going to be like self-conscious about like is this weird i go i've been doing concerts alone for quite a few years now and it's the fucking best i was like you want to go get a drink go get a drink you want to go to the restroom you go to the restroom you want to scooch up you want to stand up you want to sit down you want to like be on your phone do whatever the fuck you want and she was like i didn't think about that and i was like Yeah. yeah i was like this is like perfect and then um i go you want to cheer you want to scream you want to just sit silently i go you got no one to impress and she was like, this is like the best advice. And so then um, after the show, I was like, so, and this was her first beach house show as well. And she's like, how many times have you seen them? And I was like, shit, like seven or eight. I said, maybe more than that. And so after the show, she was like, um, I go, so what did you think? And she's like, one, she was like, I'm so happy like that I got to talk to you. She's like, hearing that it's okay to be here alone like really reduce like my stress of being alone and uh she's like and it was a great show and I was like well you know what? I'm glad I was here for your first show and for your first show alone and so she was just super stoked about that but it was just kind of nice to be able to like bestow some wisdom on the youth you know like <laughs> always the educator can't even help yourself yeah <laughs> so I was just like don't worry about it but you just saw her sort of like go from because she was like when I sat down was just kind of like constantly looking like left and right and looking around and like scratching you know just nervous yeah and then once the show started she was just like in her zone so it was like that was cool they were fucking amazing beach house is always amazing um a band I've been wanting to see for a long time is uh Chicano Batman remember T I sent you yeah that yeah album. I got their record yeah I really, really like this group. And what was awesome about this show was when Coachella comes around, a lot of the acts do like sideshows. So it's like, you'll get a chance to see a big act in a small venue. And so they were at the Fox Theater in Pomona. Let me tell you, this was a fucking Latin movement. 
um, because they do like a hybridized like rock and some songs are in Spanish and some sound really traditional. They're an amazing group. Just like you can tell that they are extremely talented musicians. But the room itself, like the whole theater, brown from top to bottom. And within that, it age ranges too. And um, if you ever go to an L.A. concert, like we do get a lot of flack and we've earned this negativity. We don't move. Like when you see videos of like concerts going off, that ain't in LA. Like we just stand there most of the time, like stare at our phones. Um, yo, so it yo, does frustrate yo, a lot cool. of artists. Yeah. Just really like heat games. Cool. Yeah. Cause it's almost like, uh, you know, <laughs> like heat games. Wow. Sir. <laughs> Motherfuckers, they ain't watching the game. They on their phone. They text people. They taking selfies that they had in the game. I fucking mm-hmm. hate those people. <laughs> no, but it really is like that. Like people aren't there to be there for the artists they're there to be to say they were there took a picture selfie like everything you're saying yeah and so um but this was different like there were points in time where the crowd sang louder than the band so you couldn't even like hear them unison it was just it was fucking beautiful and then when the show ended um they were just playing music. Like I think it immediately went into like Madonna's Lucky Star, and this is supposed to be the exiting music. Nah, uh, people started fucking dancing. Like they were just like, "Hey, we're here." It's like a club. And then finally, when I walk on out, there were like street artists performing, and man, motherfuckers shut the streets down. And I mean, literally shut shut the streets down because they were dancing in the street. It wasn't like it was just people having a good fucking time, and it was like for. For my soul, like that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like I was so glad I got to be a part of that. Um, like I said, they sounded great. They played all my favorites. The crowd was fucking amazing. I was just like, I could have not been happier. Um, and then there was Chicano Batman. Chicano Batman. Yeah. And I didn't uh, listen to them for years because I was like, man, your name is fucking corny. And then um, like, there was a now. show that had one of their songs in there. And I was like, damn, this, these guys are fucking good. Um, let me see. What would be the album I would recommend? I mean, I think all their albums are really, really good. But that, that one you sent me is really dope, man. So yeah, I think it's the freedom. Freedom is is free. Yeah, Fowler at list on shuffle. There you go. Yeah. Also, fuck you, Mike Fowler. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, like I said, that was like that was really, really good. Um, that was super amazing yeah freedom is free their 2017 album is amazing um but all of their albums are really good they got about four full lengths but um then from there took gavin to go see um we went to the smokers club fest and uh that was a really really good day like we made it up there we just did our thing like on our way up we stopped we got in and out ate chilled um and what was kind of really neat at this concert was just like, he's bigger. You know, the last time Gavin and I went to a show, he was still a little guy. And so it was like seeing that he's able to like work his way around, like navigate the area was just like, oh, this was like really, really different. Um, you know, the main goal was to see Chief Keef. And guess who didn't show? No way. Chief Keefe. Chief Keefe didn't of show. Of course. A fucking no show. We were pissed, of but course. it was like, I was able to teach my son, like in a sense, festival, like tactics and etiquette, where yeah. it was like, if you want to get to the front, 
because he's like, I want to be up in the front. I was like, we can make this happen, but it means we need to get there about two, maybe three acts before, because each time people will leave, we get to push forward. We get to push forward. I was like, when people start jumping up and down during like the first songs, you don't jump, you move forward because they create openings. And so it was like all these things that kind of get you to like, when it was time for chief Keith, we were like two people from the front. Like we were up in it, but, um, you know, we did, we did see a lot of, um, really awesome acts throughout the day. Um, there was a point where like the crowd was going off and Gavin was like, you could tell he was having a good time. You know, he was like smiling. He was jumping up and down. I was like, do you want to leave? He's like, no, let's just stay. I think that was like during Rico nasty whose set was fucking insane. She was really, really good. Um, Let me ask the question when, cause I don't, I've never been, to, I don't think I've ever been to a festival before like that. Mm-hmm. When acts call out, do they get replacement acts in there? If they, if so, who they get to replace Chief Keith? Okay, so there were three stages. Good question. And in this stage would be like the medium stage. So on the there's like the main, main, main like huge concert stage, and that's where you had your much like larger acts. Like Schoolboy Q was there, Playboy Cardi was there. Like um, that's like the big, big people. Then you had the medium stage and like Danny Brown, Chief Keith, I'm trying to think of else. I I think maybe Isaiah Rashad was on that stage. And then you had the smaller, tinier stage with like even Little or Axe. And that was like Zaloopers and a few other people. So on the mid stage, it was a rotating stage. So when one person ended their set, the stage would just rotate and that next act would just begin. Now I've been to some festivals where they will stick somebody in because they're just like, hey, we need an act. And even though you're kicking it, fuck it, just come on in. You know, in this case, when the stage rotated, it was just empty. And so for like a 45 minute block, we were all just standing there like, OK. Oh, that like, sucks. Yeah. Like this fucking sucks. Um, and I think some things were just like live and learn post COVID like world has changed, you know, like. um we went to get lunch. We went to get pizzas and um, they had more pizzas than boxes. They had run out of boxes. So they were serving us full pizzas, like folded in our hands. They're like, you want pizzas? Like, well, we can get it. It was like, what the fuck? You know, um, all the waters. One, have you ever guys ever had the liquid death water? Like the yes. ones that come in the Yes, I have. It's great. Yeah. No, hell no. That shit. It tastes like fucking can. So uh, which, okay, which, which one which did one? you try? Exactly. It matters. All they had was, was the white can. Yeah, it's whack. I don't fuck with one, one, I don't fuck with spring water in general because it tastes funky. Mm-hmm. Always has. Yeah. But the black can is there. Well, I was going to say that. Is the fizzy jar. And if yeah, you don't man, drink fizzy you know water, what? it ain't, do, it ain't doing shit for you are, anyway. You guys are pro black. That's why. At all times, but <laughs> uh, the the fizzy joint it, it, it do it do the thing, and they also now have a few flavors. They, uh-huh. so they got a, a lime, they got a mango, and a berry joint. Yeah, that, mango's uh, good. Uh, Vanessa, fuck the fruit flavor shits. I, I'm not feeling none of them again. I'm not really a huge spring water fan, so the black fizzy one is the only only one I drink. Mm-hmm. No, this is not us not trying to subtly advertise you death water because for a minute there. Everybody seemed to be having death water that look real, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, advertising push like on the humble. Like, yeah. why you, why, why you got that can perfectly positioned to say <laughs> death water? Yeah, I, I got a couple of friends who got sponsorship with Liquid Death, but it's yeah. pretty. The, the aluminum can keeps it ice cold. That's all I like yeah. about it. It keeps yeah. it really cold. I also didn't fuck with Liquid Liquid Death for a long time because the can design just seemed a little alt righty to me, and I was like. Mm. 
yeah. oddly, oddly enough, a very, uh, very uh, socially uh, liberal, pr- liberal company. You know what I'm saying? They out here trying to do some yeah. good things. So I got to put some respect on their name for that. Yeah. 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 But yeah. so that was like our only option was just that one. And it was kind of whack too, because like if I wanted to buy, so you'd go to like different kiosks for things. Right. And they were out of soda. So, cause at one point Gavin was like, this water's gross. Can I just get a Sprite? And I was like, yeah, cool. So then I slide over to the bar section. I was like, uh, yeah, let me get, cause you can buy water there. Let me get a water and let me get a Sprite. Oh, we know we can only sell you Sprite with a cocktail. And I go, okay, what? so you have Sprite. But you're next door, share with me. they don't have Sprite, even though you're right next door. Yeah, no, we can't give it to you. I was like, so the only way you can give me a Sprite is if I have a Sprite with something. They're like, yeah. I go, but what if I buy both? What if I say, give me the Sprite and give me a shot? Yeah, I can't do that. I was like, this is a fucking bullshit, you know? What if I pull out this bottle of codeine? Could you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So fucking. <laughs> Let me get into Gavin's like school project real quick. <laughs> Oh, here we go. (laughs) He says, um, he's making this project for like his, he has this class called like medical detectives, which is actually really, really interesting because they're literally medical detectives. Like they're like, Hey, you got to diagnose this person's like ailment or affliction or disease, whatever it is, you know? And they basically break it down. So (laughs) he, he made this, this kid's such a fucking fool. He made this medicine. That was going to like, I think it cures diabetes. Um, he called it um, purple something. Basically, he advertised lean as a medicine. His <laughs> 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 celebrity sponsorship of Chief Keef. I was like, you fucking stupid. <laughs> and when oh, I saw his mock-up, it's like a fucking solo cup oh with God. like purple. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, they let you do this? He's like, yeah, they didn't say anything. Cures what ails you. I love it. Yeah, this is gonna be the next Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, man, I'm telling you, he's on another level. How but, goes uh, the uh, how goes the the music career from a man? I realize wow. y'all been you've been very you've been very busy, so I realize that might be yeah you know holding that back. But well, I'll double back on that because I, I do want to finish up this concert stuff, and then it's on my bullet points. I got a lot of stuff very, to go over. Very good. Um, so for a minute then we did um i did get a chance to meet up with skywalker like really really quick because he was there with danny brown and then um we kind of had like a fun a neat moment i was wearing um like a bruiser brigade t-shirt from their artist jus yeah and so then randomly this lady comes up to me and she's like hey can i get a picture of your shirt and i was like yeah sure she's like oh yeah she's like uh that's my friend and i was like oh you know jus and she's like yeah Uh, i said I interviewed him. I was like, and she goes, Oh, you're the Cadillac guy. And no. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's Hell me. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, Oh yeah, no dope. way. This is nuts. And so she got a picture and then I messaged JUS. I was like, Hey, I just met Bruce Willis. I was like, uh, she's out or at the show. And he was like, what are the fucking chances? He's like, how random. I was like, yeah, totally dude. So it was just really, really neat. She goes, yeah, I've heard about you. She's like, you really got to make it your, make your way out here. Like the dudes talk about you like in a positive way. And I was just like, damn, that's kind of tight. So it was just really neat to even have that like sort of random moment because like I always say, I'm just like, I mean, we just do podcasting for fun. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to get sponsorships. I'm not trying to get free tickets. I just like talking to people. And so when it's, and my regular day to day is nothing famous or fancy, you know? And so it's just like to get these sort of connections where it's like, man, that's a, that was really, really neat. And then um, 
let's see. So we'll go into Gavin's music. <clears throat> he has had, I think, a real reality check in terms of like, he has, um, we recorded his song. We have mm -hmm. it. Um, but the issue with it is it's the mixing. Um, we have the beat. We got it recorded. We got it synced up. But and now it's the hard part. It's getting the vocals in, getting in like, you know, do we add some effects? Do we strip it down? Do we turn up some treble? Do we turn up some bass? Where do we stick the ad libs? Like it's making a song is easy. Making a song good is hard because yeah. there's a lot of tweaking. You know, it isn't just like two tracks, like editing the podcast. I really put minimal effort. I edit a little bit here and there, but I'm done in like 10, 15 minutes. Boom, done. With his, it's like trimming ends. Like I said, adding reverb, maybe doing a little echo like that has been really, really hard. So when we first recorded it, he got really frustrated and felt really, really defeated. He's like, I don't want to work on this song anymore. I don't like it. Like, and I told him, I said, this may take months. I said, I, because I have been in the studio, I've seen artists like, be really hyped about a song and then be like, fuck this song and walk away for like eight weeks. It's a process. Yeah. It's a long, strenuous process of mixing, yeah. mm -hmm. editing, making sure your vocals sound correct. It's, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And completely like dropping sections too. Just being yeah. like, you know what? We thought that was going to be hot. That shit's got to go. So I think we've probably recorded his song from scratch about five times. Um, and then now we're just, I think I kind of don't pressure him on it. I want him to be ready when he's ready. So he'll come up to me. He's like, I want to work on it right now. And I'm like, okay, then let's go work on it. So we've been kind of tinkering. He says he's got another song like ready, locked and loaded. So, um, everything's just sitting on my, on my MacBook right now, just waiting to be edited. I feel like once you have his sound, you know, a general, like this is his, 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 you know, like some people have a certain echo behind their voice yes. or whatever and so, mm -hmm. and so on. Once you got all that locked down finally, it'll make your process that much easier. Not, yes. that, not that everything needs to be sound the same, but you'll at least like, all right, we want, we want this particular one to sound more like that. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then it's like, okay, so we know, we know what we need to do to, to tweak the, those, those particular settings and that makes that, that particular process faster. Yeah. But it's your first go around. And, and so it, it you, you, like you said, it, it and like Del said, it is, it is effort. And it's way more effort than than uh, I think. Uh, well, we know it's more effort than he expected. And that, yeah. but 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 it's it's good. That's good to know that. It's good. That's good wisdom to have because then going forward, he's like, okay, making songs is is a challenge. At least yeah. for for y'all two, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? He he gets to the next man. They might be a little more whatever. They they have processes in place already. Y'all yeah. are building y'all processes right now. Exactly. Yeah. And then a side note to this was um, when it was spring break time my wife had reached out to like one of her old friends just to kind of like, just chop it up. We were like talking about her. And so then um, she brought up that her son, who I think is like in his early twenties now, but I mean, I've known this kid since this fool was like a baby baby, you know? And so um, he's got the hookups. He's like, Oh, I use Ableton. I, you know, I do, I got a little studio at the crib. I work with a bunch of rappers and, you know, we basically he's got his own like little internal collective and he yeah. was like, I would love to do something with Gavin. And he's like, what's his style? What's his favorite? And I go, his main is Chief Keef. And he's like, oh, that's mine too. He's like, my, my beats are mainly drill. 
So with that one, it's just been a matter of coordinating time so that we can hang out because, you know, we did tell him, I was like, I'm just stuck. I go, my, my ability level is below the amateur level. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) one, I don't have the sort of mental like energy or capacity right now to master it. So that's a challenge, you know? Um, But if I can hand it over to someone and be like, here's the vocals, here's the sound. Let's see what magic you can do. So we kind of been working on that. Um, But I do want to get a song out before his last day of school, just to have it like in the books. Yeah. It's just, it's. But you know what? Maybe, maybe you just put, uh, is this just your this is your first mix yes. and then then you put out just a remix or remaster when mm-hmm. it's done done you know what i'm saying well, I, this, yeah this i did like, think about that i was like we could totally kanye this yeah. and like you buy this version and then at some point i just swap it out <laughs> yeah let, let me let me ask the question are, are you using you're using an already made beat right yeah mm-hmm. so all you're doing is just adding the vocals to it yeah you can probably yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not too hard yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to think. And, and it's more of like what T is saying, because I know that my son wants a particular vocal sound, yeah. but it's fine. It, in all the options of like how to adjust his vocals, it's like infinite, you know, because it's a little more of this. And I do have some presets already built in. But once we dial that shit in, then I can just be like, add, 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 boom, this is your sound, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's a bitch, but... Hopefully we can work it on, on it more in the summer. Um, so it's like making a song, it's hard, but he's learning. Um, you know, he did get really, really down and defeated about it. But then when he came back, he came back, which was really, really good. And then, um, you know, Gavin's been, he's been doing a lot too. He just started learning how, like got serious about wanting to learn how to skateboard. So he's been out here in the back. Um, so then I gave him a new name. He is now a uh, little shreddy. So, <laughs> so um, you know, he's just out here skateboarding and doing his thing. And then just to, um, like, man, May honestly has really been, like, a motherfucker. Like, work-wise, this is sort of the downer part of the conversation. Like, work-wise, it's been insane. Like, parents, incoming parents, like, if you got kids in education... I'm just going to be straight up with you. Stop being a fucking asshole. Just like, stop it. Like um, my office staff gets cussed out on the daily and they're not even fighting people. Like, let me give you an example. When you're new to a school, in most cases now, you first like pre-register online. Then the school will reach out to you and say, hey, now we need your actual, like a copy of your birth certificate, stuff like that. So you can either scan and send it in or you can bring it in. And like every fucking day, multiple times now, I'm not doing it. You're a fucking asshole. You're incompetent. You're a piece of shit. I don't have to do that. I know my rights. Fuck you. And it's like, hold on. We just asked you to bring documents. Like we didn't come at you hard and heavy. Yeah. And it's like people are just out of fucking control it's like, please understand a school. Like our main goal is just to teach your kids how to read, write, and do math. We don't have a fucking political agenda. Like you can look at our books. We're not trying to teach your child to be anti-Christian. We're not trying to make them transgender. Like stop believing politicians because they're not in education. Like 
Our books are available. You want to look at the curriculum? Come fucking look at it. It's not a secret. But you guys really believe some dumb shit. Like, <laughs> like just yeah. wow. And then, like I said, we're not social media. And we're not your fucking friend. So, like, just because you think you can come cuss at us, like, that's not okay. So, like, my attendance clerk the other day, this dad went the fuck off on her. And so, respectfully, she said to him, I'm going to hang up on you because the way you are speaking to me is out of control. His response to her was, he gave that age old, my tax dollars pay for your job, so you're going to fucking listen to me. Which then she responded, oh, you are you married? Because it says you're married. And he says, yes. And she goes, yeah, but you're not married to me. So you're not my husband. So you don't get to talk to me this way. And just so you know, if you were my husband and talked to me this way, I would leave you today. So what I'm going to do right now is hang up on you and call your wife to let her know how disrespectful you are. Yeah. Goddamn right. Snitch. Yeah. Like, and and if I could find your mama, I would too. Right. And (laughs) let me tell you, she fucking did. She hung up, called the wife and was like, we will not work with your husband. Your, your husband cannot, because what one thing we can do is I can send home a letter, letter of civility. And I send that out and I say, if you cannot basically do the things we ask your kids to do, like be respectful, be kind, speak courteously, like basically control yourself in your environment, you will yeah. not be allowed on this campus because the school is for the kids. The school's not for you. And so if you break that sort of contract, you don't get to come back. So we told the wife and she was like, yeah, sometimes he gets upset. And she's like, well, I'm just letting you know he, he took it too far. So we'll send that letter. You can come bring paperwork. He cannot. It's just it's like, real. Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's shameful that it has it is, it is gotten taken this far, thus far in this country. It's, man, jeez Louise, bro. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> like, we're not, let's take it to COVID. Like, we are not going to fucking inject your kids. We don't want to touch your kids. Like kids are fucking gross. Like they, they put their hands in their mouth and their butt and their nose. And they'll be the same kid doing all those with the same hand. Like, no, we, we have no interest in physically touching your children, nor do we want to administer any like vaccines. Like it's hard enough for me to get teachers to like enthusiastically teach a lesson. You think they want to be hyped up about putting a fucking needle in a kid's arm again, stop being fucking stupid. Like, yeah. Come on. It's just real basic common sense shit. And then now it's like we get this school shooting and it's like, fuck, what are we doing? Like, I do think that, and this is a conspiracy piece. I think all of this is blazing the trail because I don't think public education will exist in about 15, 20 years. It'll be corporatized and it'll be, um, it'll be, um, like private schools, you know, um, because that's where you get like your bonds and stuff like that. I think because that's how you can make a profit. Can't make a profit off education right now. Yeah. It's like the one business that takes. Whereas like police industry, yeah, they get a lot of money, but there's still a profit because you have the outside agency selling the weapons, selling the, the protective materials and things like that. But it's like education, it's a money pit in the sense of like, it's just going to the kids. Like, no one's no one's like lining their wallets, except when you look at these private schools, like I don't understand how you have like a millionaire running the program when it's like, oh, wait, no, because you get your cut of what you're being given. So 
it's like now you deal with the school shootings and it's like going back to that where it's like, okay, we've got to talk about lockdown drills. We've got to talk about protecting the doors. I got to field calls from parents wanting to know, whereas before they wanted to be on campus and now they want to know how am I going to keep people off of campus? And it's like, I can't do both. Like you don't trust our teachers to teach your kids because they have an agenda, but now you want to give them a fucking gun. Like, I think I've talked about this in the past. My teachers lose their keys every fucking day. You know what they're going to lose? A gun. (laughs) (laughs) No, these teachers are fucking burned out, stressed out. And the one thing you don't want to give someone who's burned out and stressed out is a fucking gun. Like, stop it. So we are living in some scary times in terms of like how. And I'm very fearful of the way things are going. And I'm glad my kids are not going to public school they're going to homeschool because the way they're mixing things up and how they're trying to infuse politics into education mm-hmm. is it is absurd it's getting to a point with what i'm afraid of is the fact that they're going to probably get to a system where we don't have public schools anymore but we have private schools mm-hmm. and the private schools going to teach you only what you're what they, what they want and they're a skewed version of things so if you don't want to learn about black history you go to the school know nothing about black history but you can learn about Hitler and things like that, alt alt right history and things like that. You can yep. learn their own customized version of history and facts. And I think when we do that, we walk down a very dangerous path of creating a, a society full of very naive people who believe and fall for everything, which we already have now. Yeah. But if we kind of get to the point where we're kind of doing our educational system the same way and giving them the same education that we give these alt right people that they read off of Reddit. Yeah. What they believe is facts. Yeah. We're going to have a fucked up society because they quote unquote did their research. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't go to reputable sites. Like if I wanted to find like information that like backed up my theories, I could, I easily could, but it's like some shit is just straight up. And then to go into what Delvin is saying, because this is a conversation we've had within my school district for years. And that's sort of like the, um, we don't blame Starbucks, but we've said it's like making everything a Starbucks. Because when you go to Starbucks, you can buy a caramel frappuccino. You definitely could. But you could also say, I don't want to buy a caramel frappuccino, but I'd like my caramel on the bottom. I would like uh, Java chips in it. Actually, if you could throw some berries in it, it's extremely customizable. So even though you ordered the, the caramel frappuccino, You got something way different because you got it your way. And because we've allowed a lot of stuff to be that easy, everything should be that easy. But it's like when you're dealing with like educating people and communities and, you know, in particular environments, one, you can't please everybody. Two, you can't accommodate everything for everybody. Well, I only want you to teach some of the math. I only want you to teach some of the language arts. And at that too, like, Come on, get over yourself. Just because the fucking um, the math has ethnic names to you, again, it's just math. Like so, like sorry, it doesn't say Tom and Sally anymore, but that they use other names. Oh well, the kids are getting confused because they can't pronounce these names. No, they're fine. The kids are fine. The adults are garbage. That's the big thing here. Like keep that yeah. in mind. We are fucking this up for the kids. The kids don't give a shit. Kids really don't care. 
And the kids are more accepting because they are online hanging out with different people. Nine times out of 10, they're hanging out with people who have made up names in general. So it's yeah. like they're not concerned with that shit. Like, not at all. It's us. Like when people say like, oh, can't wait for Gen X to, you know, start taking control of things. I'm like, we've been. The fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> with every, every generation is the same. There will be no generation to save us. And, and I'll say this too. It's not going to be Gen Z and it's not going to be millennials either. Because within each one of those generations, you will always have a liberal pocket and a conservative pocket. Yeah, like it I, just is. I said this on PSXP, and people kind of got mad about it. But I don't give a shit. I'm saying it here now. The only way we're gonna truly get change is if we vote these old fucks out of office. Stop mm-hmm. letting 90 year old men and women tell 20 and 30 year old people how to run their country. And it's a yeah. pro- it's been a problem that's been going on forever. And but- I, and I agree, yet I disagree. Because then you get fucking what Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, and it's just like what? But <laughs> well, they 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 even fall to that same line because they're fought feeding on the bullshit of these ninety year old men, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. trying to keep these quote unquote traditional values in check, which is not really traditional because nothing about America is traditional. No. Even though the founding of America wasn't traditional, mm-hmm. people didn't just leave their country and say, you know what, fuck you guys, and then another yeah. country says, you know what, you gotta gotta come back here, you guys work with us. That that doesn't happen. People don't just nothing about America is traditional. Nothing. You're muted. Immunity. I said traditional colonization. You know, <laughs> nothing about America is traditional. Nothing in, in any form of fashion about America is traditional. We left the British colonies, made this colony. We got our own slaves and helped that help build this country. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's stop it. Yeah. No, uh, America really did like say we're going to take our ball and leave. And that's really what the foundation is. And so right. that con- that continuous crying that I don't like this. This isn't fair. That's America. That is America. For yeah. Sure. I don't like it. When? And it's like, come on. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, we have just like one lost respect and compassion for others. Um, we we have mock protests with no actions. Um, we're just we're just a skeleton. Like we got no substance. We just don't. And again, like I really do want to believe that the younger generations will make change. And I'm sure there will be changes. But ain't gonna happen. Because what was it? Was it a uh, Princeton that came out with the uh um the thing recently? This is just the last couple of days that was like, oh yeah, it's official. Like America isn't a democracy and has not been a democracy for years. Yeah. Because it's big business who runs the government, not I, us. I think there will be change. And I'll tell you why I think it will be changed. Because, and this is, I'll be frank about this. And uh, brutally honest, so forgive me for being this frank about this. The younger generation wants to fuck who they want to fuck. They don't care about any of these other ideas that we have. They want to be with who they want to be with. So mm-hmm. they don't care if they're gay, trans, straight. All that stuff that the, the previous generations have been on, they're like, fuck that. We want to do it. They don't even care about in, in terms of identity. Like they yeah. they have they have gotten that so much in line where they're like, you know what? Who who you say we are doesn't make us who we are. We're gonna be who we want to be. And I think that's dope that they yeah. have kind of taken on to that. I know people kind of make up, try to make fun of it. And no, no, no. Let these people yeah. be who they want to be. 
it doesn't affect you at all. But that's what I'm saying. But that's where I, I, I want to believe it, but I'd have to disagree. And here's why I disagree. Don't forget the young people of the 60s who wanted to fuck who they wanted to fuck who is now in charge now and also those people who are still fucking who they want to fuck, but are like, but I go to church every day and I'm and a you good can't Christian fuck, and you can't fuck who you want to fuck. And even though I'm fuck fucking who, who I want. Fuck. Yeah. Even though I'm hosting cocaine parties and we fucking everybody, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it, but, I want to believe it. I genuinely do, but we already had this generation and they're more in charge now. And they're, you know uh, who they're fucking us. <laughs> I, I think there's always, no I think there's always going to be people Zero. like that. I think the biggest problem is we need more of this generation putting themselves out there to be in charge so the next generation yep. can take over that that that, that kind of reign because right now all the shitty people, all the yep. ones who are making these quote unquote Christian laws while snorting coke in bathrooms and stuff like that, when they're in school, they're saying, I want to be governor, I want to be mayor. Yeah. When when the people who we're talking about are in school, they, they want to be more creatives. Yeah. They want to be artists, entertainers, and things like that. We need more people of our ilk instead mm-hmm. of going towards teachers and things like that, going towards politics, going towards things to actually make change. And w- frankly speaking, we don't have enough people doing that. Yeah. Everybody's kind of like, hey, I want to do this thing. I, like when I was growing up, everybody wanted to be a basketball player. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a basketball player, football player, or something like that. Nowadays, you have people wanting to kind of do their own thing, whether it's a YouTube channel mm-hmm. or, or even, even if they do go into politics, they want to do the whole YouTube thing of politics to be like political analysts and stuff like that. Yeah. Nobody's really saying I want to be the governor of yeah. Florida or or a mayor of Florida or Miami and change things. I think we need more people doing that of the yeah. young girl. No, I agree. I to- that I totally agree with. Um, so yeah, young people, if there's any young people listening, like take charge, make moves and stick with it and bring yes. your friends aboard. Like, because once you get some more people around you who can kind of like support your ideologies and your thoughts, you can really make some changes, but we definitely need like stay consistent, stay with it, you know? And then um, just to bring down the room a little further, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, so we've had, and you used to be able to hear her kind of bark in the background of the podcast sometimes, but um, we did lose our dog, Gidget. Um, she was old. Like she was almost going to be like 15 and uh, you know, she had gotten to the point where like, she was like struggling to walk and like, just kind of just, just being old. You know what I mean? And so um, we had her for a super long time. We had her from like, even before we had kids. And so that was like a real, real hard loss um, because it's like now the house kind of feels like real, real empty. empty. Yeah. yeah. It's like just the sounds and everything are like, like, I don't know. It's just odd. But that day, like the day before she had really, really like been struggling, you know, she was like breathing weird. We were like super concerned. And then, um, you know, the morning that she passed, which is mother's day, um, I get up and she's just like sitting in her crate. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I brought her outside to go use the restroom. And then usually she'll come out, come back inside. No big deal. But then when I opened the door, she was like just laying on the ground. So I was like, Oh, what the fuck is up? And so then, um, you know, picked her up. I brought her back inside. She took a couple steps and she fell over. And Gavin was like, she fell. And I was like, oh, shit. So then um, I brought her back outside and uh, just was like holding on to her. And um, 
I could see she was, she was graying, like she was like changing colors. And then she was like breathing like, again, really, really weird. And then she like, like pooped like all over me. And then I was like, Oh fuck. Like in that moment, that's when it really, really hit me. And so then Gavin's like, what's wrong? And I was like, she's going to die. And so then I was like, let me get her back. And I like Gavin didn't see, but in that moment, like I had already like started crying. I was like, Oh, this is it. Like, I didn't want this to happen. And now here we are. Brought her inside. I put her back in the crate. I was like, let me just take a shower real quick. Come back out. You know, we'll get her to the vet or something. Like, we just got to do something. And then I like took the fastest shower. I was just like, I got to get this off. And I hopped out. When I came back in, she was like in the crate. Just she had passed. And so it was like, that was, that was really heartbreaking because like she was she was a big part of how far it's understandable brother I, I know yeah like it's it still hurts yeah and it's like I feel bad for my kids because it's like when I went to go see her like I cried real hard yeah. not that my kids hadn't seen me cry but it was like it's different when you lose something important yeah. Yeah. and so that was like I knew I had panicked then you know and I was like ah fuck but so going all through all that was like really really hard um, so try to really work through it try to keep everyone together and then, um, you know, for me, it's been real hard because, like, that was my, my quiet partner, you know? So it was like a lot of times when, you know, everyone's in bed and it's quiet, you know, I go pick her up and I would just be like, like I'm having a hard day today, you know, like. I'm not okay today. And it, it was easy because she don't respond. You know what I mean? So it was like, I'd pick her up and I'd just be like, it's just hard. Like, that's who I would talk to. Not that I can't talk to anybody else, but it was just like, we would just have that time. And so it's like, I don't have that. Like, I don't have that anymore. And that shit fucking hurts because it's like, you know, since she passed to now, like, it's been fucked up. Like, days are harder. I'm fucking burned out. I'm stressed out. Like, everything is just, like, so beyond. And when I used to just be able to go, like, go pick her up, sit with her for a minute and just be like, today was a fucking crazy day. Like, this happened and that happened. And and I just kind of, like, pet her. You know, it's like, oh, the fuck? Like, I don't that piece that was like a routine for me that thing where then like i would then set her back down go she would go lay down wag her tail she was in a good place it was like what do i do you know what i mean like i don't i don't have that part she was a lot to everybody you know and then i see like my daughter's been like mourning more in silence my son's been having a real hard time 
because he did want to have like a relationship with her. But by the time he was like old enough to really connect with her, she was already an old lady. She was fucking crabby as shit, biting at everybody. Like if you went near her food, she was going to try to attack you. (laughs) So it was just like, it hurt him so bad. You know, where points where he came out and he would just cry and he'd be like, I miss her so much, which is also why he's like doing the skateboarding too. Cause I think he doesn't want to be in his room. He doesn't want to look at the picture. So he's like, let me just get the fuck outside. And so I told him, like, I told him that one that I was proud of him and that I thanked him for being there for me. Um, and then just that how he's been sort of managing his energy, you know, where he's like, instead of, blowing up and he did blow up i will give him he did but it wasn't as bad as anticipated and he's really been redirecting himself and being like i gotta i gotta do something i gotta be out of here i gotta change i gotta fix things you know so he's been working on that and then it's like you know i'm i know my wife is going through a hard time too because she was home like my wife worked from home so it's like the little stuff of like Gidget walking outside, coming to eat, coming to check in, like, and like all the sounds, the yipping, the yapping, the fucking, you know, needing to go pee and shit like that. It's like, that's all gone and out of her day. So it's like, fuck, you know, it really, it really rocked us all. And like I said, this is someone we had with us for her birthday would have been May 22nd. So she was just very shy of, of her 15th birthday. And so it was just a real like kick in the pants. And, um, you know, the first day back to work, I did a half day, came home just so that my wife wouldn't be alone. Um, you know, so it did in a way did bring us closer together as a family, but we, st- we recognize there's a void. We recognize like, damn, like we're missing somebody. Um, so you know, and, it, and it's kind of one of those live and learn things too. People go like, you know, like, ah, it's just a dog. It's just a cat. You know, I mean, I'm guilty of saying those things too, but it's like when you have the relationship, you have the constant, it's like, it just, it still hurts, you know, it still stings. And so it's just like, man, fuck, that shit sucks. But, you know, who knows? The days get better. Days get easier. You know, it's like last week was a pretty good week. But there are those moments where it's like I hear a sound or like something and I'm like, oh, shit. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, you're not here, you know. So that's been a real motherfucker, you know. So that that's you add that on top of like just maybe in garbage in general. And it's like, yeah, man, yeah. I can't I can't record like I do. I do not have the fucking mental energy to do this. So your plate was entirely too full. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, then, and then that on top of it was just like, oh, thanks for that uh, shit sandwich with the yep. extra flies on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I am, I'm certainly. Well, again, we spoke, we spoke about it on on, on skin, of course, but I, we are all certainly sorry for your loss and uh, and uh, you know, my old lady walking around here and I'm like, and notice me getting old, and I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like, I, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm glad you walked this path ahead of me, so I have you to lean on. If never, if that, when that day comes, you know, so. Yeah. Well, no, cause I saw you had one. Thank you guys for, you know, for mentioning it on there. You know, that, that did mean a lot to me. Um, and then, you know, I saw your picture. Did you post it today about your dog? I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm moving all my shit over from that. Bo- okay. 
I don't want to just dive to die, but I'm, <laughs> I had y'all people on the show, people, my, listeners remember my phone broke back in September and I lost access to my IG account. I got my, I got my IG account back yesterday. After all this time, Facebook came through and did whatever they had to do to give me back my goddamn access. And I'm like, I never liked that account. It felt like a fake account. I never, I yeah. never was like, it's not real. It's not who I am. Well, you had Mike stressing because he was like, why did he leave? <laughs> you will get there. So right now I'm in the process. I'm, I'm just going to grab everything that I posted over there, move it over to my actual fucking account where it should be to begin with. And I'm just deleting that account. I was going to keep it like, oh, it's a backup in case some shit goes sorry. Fuck that. That account got to go and I don't want it no more. So I, uh, they, they let you download everything. And I mean everything. It's a little something, something when you think about it at that point. You think you yeah. know, you think you know until you like you realize, oh shit, it is every everything I've done on this uh situation. Yeah. And so I'm just putting I'm just posting everything that was over there over here. So that's actually a, that's an older post, but yeah, it is it is uh it is of course a uh it's just new on this account now. So that's like I'm 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 in the midst of doing literally right now as I record this podcast. And uh, so I um so yeah, it's, yeah, she turned 12 back in uh November. November had to be. Yeah. And I just, and she, and she, 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 uh, I watch her get up. She has this little dog bed over here and she'll get up and she'll scratch. She got a little hitch in her giddy up now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, give me a minute. I'll be there. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I, 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 I smile at her, but I, 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 I know the feeling. I know, uh, I know a feeling. I don't say I, don't, I can't know your feeling, but I understand. And, uh, it, 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 it weighs. Yeah, man. It's just like, if any motherfucker ever told you it's just a dog, you let me know because I'll smack fire out of. <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't gonna be no you telling me that's just anything because all these things have meaning to us for a yeah. reason. And uh, I was so sorry for your loss, your family's loss, man. And um and, and I know I know it weighs on you, bro. We're gonna have a cry ass uh, week of podcast because uh, that scheme to go up this week, your boy got real, real, <laughs> real emotional. So this is gonna be a week of three episodes from this, from this collective. From this collective. <laughs> so it's just it, it 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 is what it is, man. Like I said, I'm so sorry for you and the wife and the kids. I know I and like I said, I know that it's like y'all, you know, that was y'all first, you know, thing as a first thing y'all raised as a couple, you know. Yeah. And so it, it it has that type of meaning and so forth and so on, man. So whack. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'll I'll kind of give the story of, of getting her is kind of funny though. And that, so I do like to tell it. Um, so Gidget was a, a mall dog. And this is where you can still buy like dogs in the mall type of thing. And we were just strolling, you know, we're just yeah. walking through. And uh, and so we're walking in and we see the dogs. We're just like, we was just like, you know, window shop. And then my wife was like, I want that dog. You should buy it. And so my response was, because she was expensive, like real expensive. And I was like, you want that dog? You buy it. And then we would, <laughs> the next thing is no. And then we leave and she's mad at me for a minute. And then we keep shopping. Right. Like that's yeah. how it should go. Yeah. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how or what, maybe like tax money came or some bullshit, but my wife took a beat and she was like, I do have the money. And I was like, oh no, like in my head, I'm like, this is, not, this is not how this is supposed to work out. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, nah, I think, I think I'm going to get her. And I was like, we live in an apartment. We're not supposed to have pets. Or we'll move into a new place or something. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, all of a sudden, like, 
<laughs> we're just we were just supposed to go to Target. Like, what? Now we're gonna get a dog? <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit! When they so, got real, real, I love it. Oh, it did. Like this shit went like uh, <laughs> it really was the uh, that escalated quickly because we went in from <laughs> we were just shopping. To all of a sudden, it's like whoa find this expensive ass dog and moving because we need to accommodate her. I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's how it happened. So yeah, really mm-hmm. thought the old, you know, back pocket one of like, you buy it. I'm buying it. I find back dad, you know, keep moving. Nope. <laughs> Not that day. <laughs> Y'all so, learned a lot about each other that day. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch, man. You know what? Hey, sometimes people call your bluff and poker. Yeah, she got me. Yeah, she got. Yeah. She dropped four aces on my ass. I was like, <laughs> 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 I just had random cards. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, anyways, but yeah, you know, just a uh, shout out to a uh, little Gigi, Gigi Luigi. Um, she will be missed, but uh, you know, she was a big part of our lives, so we're happy we had her for as long as we did. Yeah. But um, so let's kind of shift gears. We're not going to do a. a I was going to say, am I the asshole? But that's not this show. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> and we're going to, uh, we're not going to do a what's up with that just because uh, May is a what's up with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's get into just uh, some lighter shit right now. Uh, let's talk a little bit of gaming before we check out. Um, let's, let's start with T. What have you been playing, man? So I went back and got my, got just, Got in back into prey. Didn't even restart anything. I just was like, wherever I left off in 2017 is where I got back into prey at. Yeah, because I was about to ask, like, were you playing prey like a month ago? Because that shit is old. No, I was playing prey in 2017. (laughs) Near its its release or there shortly thereafter or whatever. Yeah, that's when uh, you just start over. Like, yeah, I and 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 maybe I should have, but it was a it was a good run, and I ended up beating prey. And the way Prey saves at the end, I end up being able to, uh, I end up getting to go through the, do the multiple endings because it saves at a point where you can like, oh, go, go do this one now. Okay, go uh, do this okay. one now. I, I but, like when they save at that point because then yes. instead of doing like a whole fucking chapter again, it's like, yeah. oh, I can now go left, right, center, whatever. Yeah. And I enjoyed it so much that I went, I was like, mm, I'll do it again. And this time I was going to, I was going to play as the, the female Morgan. You can choose a male or, or uh, female Morgan and, uh, I was like, it's gonna be my all kill run. Where I kill everything and everybody. And I was, and I'm getting back to, and, and, and this time, because I, I knew everything and knew where everything was located, ran right through it. And I get toward the end, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up the achievements. I want to get the achievement for it. And uh, they were like, at this point, make sure you have this many kills before you finish up. And I go and look, and I'm a dozen short. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that was it. And I literally uninstalled Prey right then and there. Cause I was like, <laughs> I don't know where these dozen people was at, and I ain't trying to go find them. Yeah. So, <laughs> You're like, I'm not going back to stage one to find fucking 12 motherfuckers. <laughs> correct, correct. So that is why I went ahead and wrapped that up. But uh Prey, Prey has been uh super dope. I was uh messing around doing getting some uh what do you what do they call the uh game pass achievements? So they're uh-huh. they're they're particular, you know, they you get the game pass points for them. So I was messing around doing some game. Game Pass points yesterday, so I played a little bit of a Pac-Man Museum. I played a little bit of a <laughs> all these things is on Game Pass. Just had a, I, I just it was a delight, man. So been messing around. Almost everything I've been doing is, has been on a uh, Xbox and a little bit on Switch. I've been playing. Uh, what's the play on Switch? Shit, I can't call it. 
It must have been just Tetris, uh, 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 Tetris 99 and then Tetris Effect because I just, I'm a Tetris head from way back. So, um, and, but yeah, I've just been playing. I'm trying to pull up uh, my uh, X, uh, Xbox thing so I can at least tell you what, uh, what has been going down in the, uh, so you mean you have been canceling your Game Pass because there's no games on like everybody's yeah, been doing or claiming they've been doing? <laughs> there's, so many, there's, there's so many games on Game Pass, bro. Pack Museum just went up the other day. That's that's amazing. Uh, Not according to the internet. It's dead. It's dead. Uh, uh, Turner Boy commits tax evasion is a really, really, really good game. And I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Turnip boy commits tax evasion. Turnip boy is you. You literally play as a turnip boy commits okay. tax evasion. That sounds like what's going on with uh, what is name? Young Thug. <laughs> I have I I have I have beaten that game three times in the in the time I've had it. Yeah, that's and that's a Game Pass game. Uh, no. bro, it's so good. It's so dumb and it's so good. <laughs> so what's the what's the gameplay like? Is it like? RPG top, platform, uh, like top, what? Top, top down perspective. It is uh we'll throw adventure. You're not you are doing some fighting, so I guess we'll, we'll call it a we'll call it a Zelda like again. So yeah, it looks like um Death's a Door. Links to the past. Yeah, yeah, Death's Door and uh what's the other one? Uh tunic and like, but it's not because it's a funny, it's it's, it's a comedic thing, a turn up boy committing tax evasion. It's insane. The very idea of it is dumb. And so it's a bunch of it's 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 just so well written and so many stupid jokes and it's just like it's it's quick you can probably knock that out in a few hours, and like I said on Game Pass so if you have that if you already have a Game Pass subscription then then cost you no more, and I would I would highly recommend it it's a it's a great game of uh, what else anything else uh, I don't know bro I just I I have been uh, I've been I've been on it lately man on my my video gamery and it's been real it's been very relaxing I mean I I went hard. Finished the battle pass in Fortnite for the first time ever. Oh, you did! Nice. All all one hundred levels or however the levels are done. I got my Doctor Strange. So I had to have it, and uh, and I, I super super have been enjoying Fortnite. You know me, I go play the uh, I just go play basically whatever the deathmatch mode of it. So you know, you just keep shooting and then come back and whatever. I don't play the battle royale part so much. I, I get it. That's people's uh, cup of tea, but I just like I, I'm more of a like I don't I, don't, I like coming back and just shooting some more. So. Did that. My kid will play it every now and again and get in there and, and play, uh, you know, standard battle royale and get some wins. So he he helped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's give him his respect for helping get the advance the game pass. But yeah, that I, I uh, yeah, I've been I've been Xbox extra hard right now. My kid has been playing uh, Gran Turismo seven seven seven. Is that what it is? Shit, nigga, you know. He's <laughs> but he's the latest Gran Turismo on on on, uh, on a PlayStation Five. So it's not that the PlayStation Five has been sitting there fallow, but uh, you know what else? <laughs> I, I just ain't never been on there for me. I I want to get, and eventually I will end up getting uh, uh Forbidden West. But I just you know I just finished uh Zero Dawn, and I wasn't ready for more of that yet. So that's why I hadn't jumped on that particular game yet. But they got a they got a state of play this week whatever the hell they call it or is it just a, is it a presentation it's a I don't know state, what. yeah it's a put some i think it's announcements and stuff like that yeah yeah so because they, they they do state of plays is when they have whatever but then they have the other one where they do uh i forgot what they call it. they call it something different when it's not a state of play so yeah. they got one coming this week so i want to see what sony got on the plate this uh in the coming months i'm i'm there's been a rumor for a very long while that we're about to get this uh resident evil 4 uh remake mm-hmm and let me say, for the very longest time, Resident Evil 4 was one of my favorite games. I beat that game like 13 times on multiple different systems. Yes. I will tell you right now, the That's Wii version, 
the Wii version the best. Oh, that pop with that Wii remote. Yeah, Bruh. <laughs> no, I played that like in a ton of places too. Like that's one of the few games that like I shit. I want to say I probably beat that that game maybe like five times. Yeah. And when I finish a game, I delete that bitch immediately. Like I never <laughs> go back. You know. And this one, I played it on because when did it first come out on GameCube? GameCube. Yeah, that, was a, that was a GameCube exclusive. Game, PS2. Yeah. yeah. So I played it on GameCube, played it on PS2. Um, I may have bought a GameCube before that game. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, man, that game was this game was so good. So yeah, I know when they were talking about like that that might be coming, I was like, oh shit, I'll play that bitch. Because one, <laughs> it looked great back in the day for yeah. the era. So I can imagine how it'll look like. And that's when they ditched tank controls, right? No, that's correct. It's it, them, them, them controls are still it's, tankish. If it's you tanky, it now, but it's tanky. a lot better than what it was. Yeah, tanky is the good is, is the good description yeah. of them. Yeah, I feel like it's five tank, is when they got, got the yeah. <laughs> I feel like five is when they got the controls right, but five is wildly racist. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it's a fun game, but you can't really enjoy it like you want to because it's like this is racist as fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is this a sundown town? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's real wild. I mean, they're they're saying it without saying it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, they, they did say they said the quiet part loud as fuck in that game. It was like, bro, y'all really had us out here, African in skirts and in grass huts. And like, y'all y'all really this was this was out in the streets of Japan. Okay, okay, yeah, got it, got it. <laughs> I mean, we already know how they did Homeboy and Dragon Ball. You know, it's just like, wow, man, blackface. Okay, yeah, I like you know, and and so it's like that. That is, of course, the results of the United States having you know. Took an, taking over Japan after World War II. We brought that shit with us. We brought the racism with mm-hmm. us and, and shared it with them. Mm-hmm. And so that spread all over Asia. And even to this day, they do a lot of places you'd be seeing blackface and like, really? Oh, yeah. Here in no, 20, um, America's racism is just the uh, the newer version of smallpox in a blanket. Yeah, one of our yeah. greatest one of our greatest exports. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure everybody yeah. got a little bit of it. Yep, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, and then, uh, let's see, on my end, all right, I got some hot takes I'm going to give here. Number one, I have been playing a fucking ton. Well, not a ton because I haven't been playing a lot. But, like, my go-to has been Returnal. Um, so I hate this game so much because I have yet to finish the first level. But there's something about Sounds it. Sounds accurate. That, like, it, it, you, you have to adapt to the game. The game doesn't adapt to you. And yeah. so now understanding like, and it does, it's just weird because when I heard that it was like procedurally generated, I was like, I don't want to fucking play this game. Like, I do not like those types of games. Yeah. You realize it's basically like five maps and it kind of just takes a piece from here and a piece from there. So you kind of understand that not a lot of enemies, but it's all about like strategy in a sense. And what's hard for me is I'm very much a run and gun type of person. So I have to learn how to slow down or like what things to take. So it really does modify you as a gamer. It's a lot of fucking fun. Um, I've gotten to the boss three times, but what it doesn't have that I wish it has is um, every time I get to the boss, I have like very little health and I don't have much health left. So it's like, you got to like beat like three phases of the boss. Yes. And it's like, nah, I could get like one and a half phases. And then it's like, I got no life left. And it's not like he drops life all over the place to be like, okay, I can replenish. And everything's really random too. Like you can get like a sort of like a, 
there's sort of like an ability save type of thing. And so then, uh, but that might be a shield or it might be, you know, a health replenish or something else. Everything in this game is so random. So it's like the weapons drops aren't consistent. You know, it's like very, very all over the place. But that game is a ton of fun. Like I just can't stop playing it. Um, I finished Horizon Forbidden West. And um, let me just say, that game, like, visually, beautiful. Mechanics, pretty good. The story, (laughs) anybody who says the story is brilliant or amazing has a learning disability. (laughs) Because, (laughs) Because that game is fucking terrible in the story every village is the same hey glad you're here you're the person who won everything for us last time and saved the world by the way we don't like that crew over there will you help us fight them fast forward next village hey you're the girl who saved the world we don't like that village can you help us fight them but every fucking village has like mad weapons. So it's like, wait a minute. I mean, like, well, well, like you didn't need me for this. Using the weapons. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, we got all this technology. We know how to build this shit. But uh, yeah, we're not going to do it. And I'm just well, like, what? No, then, knowing Chalfy, I can, I can clarify this. Chalfy doesn't do side missions, so he won't get no, the interest. That's what anything. I did. I did a ton you, of side missions in this game. Oh, like, I'm I, shocked. Because I'll say this. The side missions... Okay, so that's me just talking about the villages. Yeah. The side the side missions are the real like superstar of this game. Exactly. They are very like fleshed out. The story has a good beginning, middle, and end. Side missions in this game, fantastic. Like, yes. I've never played a game where the side missions are this good, except for maybe like a Rockstar game who does great side missions. Yes. You know, but this probably even better than that. The main story, when you get to chapter three, I was like, Oh, you gave up. Yeah. Because what they said is, what's the fucking Superman when they like got stuck in the diamond? That's a uh, three. Is that with Zod? Right? Yeah. Okay. It's two. It's two. Superman two. That's two. Yeah. They took they took liberties. They said, we're gonna make this fucking Superman. Like it got real convoluted where it's like, okay, so check it out. Like they went to space. But then they came back from space. And then when they also brought back from space was this thing from space. And so, and I'm like, wait, why is this about space now? Like, what the fuck is happening here? And then all of a sudden in the end, it's got a very corny ending where it's just like, everyone's just kind of standing there doing the like hand on the waist wave type of shit where I was like, oh, you really gave up. Like, (laughs) like the, the story writing is bad he's it's not wrong polluted it's the, not good the main plot all. story is not great Mm-mm. i would even say terrible at some points the the side stories is what make the game awesome the side stories are amazing and i'll say it, it the game breaks when when they introduce the space characters which i think is somewhere like in chapter two like that's when it the whole story it just it's garbage the the mainline story is not good at all poor writing like poor commitment it's not and i hear a lot of people saying like 
The main story is fantastic. It's brilliant. And like I said, I will stick to my fucking word. You have a learning disability. You have trouble with comprehension. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, you do not understand the beginning, middle, and end. Just because there's some adventure in there does not make it good. Side missions, 1,000%. That's Whoever wrote the side missions, they didn't get paid enough because they should have got paid to ma- write the main missions. Main mission, fucking garbage on garbage on garbage. It's not good. Side missions are amazing. I will yeah. say that the side, side missions, missions make you want to play more. Fantastic. So even when I finished that one, like I finished it and then immediately forgot about the game. It didn't stick with me at all. I was just like, and eh, that's done. You know, like where usually the sign for me of a good game is I might be thinking about it. I might be saying, I wonder if I would have done this or that if that would have been better. This one, no. I was done and I was like, delete. Like it's not. It's not good. Not at all. Just if you never played any like of the Horizon games, play the first one. You're good. <laughs> Just play the first one. Or if anything, buy this one when it's down to like 15 bucks. Like it's it's not worth more than 30, if anything, in my opinion. It's it's not that good. Like at all. Fair so, enough. And then um question for the room. Okay, so I got the OLED. Okay, I've actually been playing Golf Story on it a lot lately because that's just an easy one to kind of work through. So shout out to Donnie from PSVG for talking about that for years. Um, I picked it up a while back and just finally started playing. But on the OLED, do you find that your OLED, like the saturation (laughs) is like too high? Like the colors are like way too bright? No, because I love that. I want that color saturation. It's so good. And uh, so I actually very much, I do, I enjoy that. But there's a setting in there you can go tweak uh, for just that. And so you can, you, can, you can crank that down if you need to. Okay, because I've been trying to find it. I haven't done any Googling yet, but Here, like I've been going through the menus. And um, yeah, because I find like the, the reds and where it's almost like the saturation is like too much that it kind of bleeds out of the lines, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm just like, I just, it's just like, it was just another room. I just <laughs> so. need to just tone it down a little bit. But I mean, having that extra like real estate on the screen, what a world of difference. Like, I really know it's is. not a ton of room, but damn, man, that's a, it makes a it look huge. Changer. Yeah. That's what it makes said. the screen look huge. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big difference. Cause I looked, I think my, my son still has the, um, the original switch i looked at my screen compared to his screen like wow that's it's a big difference mm-hmm. my no. kid did that but they, they were they were playing uh they were playing uh animal crossing mm-hmm. and i was playing like so i was playing i was playing no i was playing pac-man 99 i knew i was playing something weird that i wanted to tell y'all about and uh they were, they were like your screen's so much bigger i'm like yes yes it is yeah correct all right under system mm-hmm. just go all the way not all the way down but pretty far down and you'll see uh, a setting that says console screen colors. And okay. I, mine is currently set to uh, vivid. Okay. And your options are standard or vivid. Okay. And okay, uh, I'll you might, drop you, it to standard. You might want standard. I don't know why you'd want that. You paid all this money for this damn OLED. Don't you yep. want it to show out? Because I want the bigger <laughs> screen. No, it's just, it kind of throws me because, like, I was just telling Delvin, it was like, Sometimes I feel like the reds, orange, and yellows are too bright that they're like beyond the lines. You, you keep trying to show me, man. I see shit. <laughs> Hold on. You know, I'm, I'm going to turn the background off. <laughs> I, t- I want you to see this. Uh, this red is so insane. 
Yeah, it got me out here thinking I'm doing peyote or something. I'm going to turn the background off. Y'all can see my mess of my house right now. Hold on. All right. Mega Man to the background. But look at how deeply red those reds are, bro. Yeah, it's insane. It looks good. It looks good. <laughs> so, okay. So settings and then... Go all the way down and you'll see you'll see uh, console screen settings. And like I said, mine is currently set to Vivid. Yours is probably set to Vivid. And you want mm-hmm. it on standard. All right. Then that's what I might do. That's what I might do. I'm a, I'm a Vivid man myself. Now, I know Delvin talked a little bit about his gaming earlier. But anything else you want to touch on before we dip out? I ain't really been playing much of anything. I, I played, uh, what is it, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Okay. That is an interesting game. To say the least, it's a... Uh, <laughs> How do I describe? I'll, I'll describe the place of video game. I'll describe it here. It is a narrative-based drama RPG game. Okay. There is no fighting in this game. It's an RPG because what you have to do is you have I to have say, conversations. It's more like a fucking one of those uh, digital novels. You would think that it's more like a Telltale game almost. Okay. But the whole thing, it's like. The whole thing is instead of you like having like cutscenes, you have to go talk to characters and stuff like that and persuade them to do certain things based off of what you're like, almost like a, like the actual Vampire the Masquerade physical board game uh-huh. that they have. Like you, you have like persuasion and as you play the game, you have to progress your levels up with certain things like um, persuasion, your callous, your aggressiveness and based off the levels of language you have is how you can influence people to do things your way so it's a story like I said, it's a story-based narrative game where you get to play as three different characters and each one of these characters have different traits and things like that and you have to solve this mystery that's going on it's very detective like you have to go through different rooms and have these discussions with people to figure out what you need to find out to kind of solve the mystery it's interesting but i would say if you want to check out something like that because like i said there's no action in the game mm-hmm. all the fights done through cutscenes and stuff like that nice looking game Wait till it gets like twenty dollars for you check it out. Okay. Because it's not for everybody. No, I mean they do like a little uh, when you compare it to like a Telltale. I'm like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah, it's a Telltale like game without the action stuff. All right. More intrigue and tr- think more Sherlock Holmes type type stuff. Okay. As opposed to should it be like else. a choose your adventure book. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good way to describe it. Nice, nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start wrapping up. We'll kind of go around the room. T, before we sign off, what you got going on? What do you want to share out? You know what it is? Stay scratching milk. It's the podcast you and your friends make if you weren't so lazy. Uh, we have been making this, uh, trying to make this. Maybe they got things to do. Mm-hmm. I was just saying. Been trying to make this uh, make this TikTok push. So every week you'll get the 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 am of the asshole in TikTok form. It's, it works pretty well. I think I, it does okay. It's, and it's not every week. It is. It is we put the I put them hoes up when I put them hoes up, and there's no. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. My partner uh, edits those, and it, it is a delight to watch her. That's what brings it out in her. You know what I'm saying? When she mm-hmm. gets to do uh, films and film and uh, type stuff like that, then I love that she gets to do that. She did a good I'm, job on what we was on, bro. Seven people trying to edit that. Until I was I, impressed. I was, <laughs> Same, bro. I was, I was like, okay, look at you, lady. So, uh, that, that, that is, that is the, always the force. I am Tayrell seven thirteen. Everyone on the internet, once again, even on, even, I can say that even on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So back, that's, baby. That's, a, that's a lovely feeling. To have. <laughs> first day out the pen. <laughs> uh, fresh out of jail. I don't bail. Fresh out of jail. I'm California dreaming. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> for my uh, my twenty first favorite MC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not coming. Zero. Listen, you know what? I've already shut down too many podcasts like Mike Fowler. I'm not even trying to address this one. Nope. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be Homer in the hedge. I'm just going to slow. But also, Tupac ain't that great. Uh, so there we so, go. Yeah. I'm not saying shit. He, I, people know how I feel about pop. I'm not saying anything. Anyways, Delvin, what about you? No, everything, you know, just find me on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox. Check out Devil Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. I guess check out, play some video games and PSXP the same way anywhere you get podcasts. Oh, I'm going to be on, I'm a guest on this week's edition of the Who It Wouldn't Show. And the battle is um, Han Solo versus Austin Powers. Mm. So if you want to hear me as a judge on a debate show about fictional characters having fights and matchups definitely check it out i think it was a pretty fun one to record stuff stuff like that you know han solo versus austin powers pretty cool interesting matchup damn yeah that's a good that's a good one to debate because i don't know who would win yeah yeah no they are they are both standard humans with guns yeah. they ain't got no kind of solo ain't got no force power so yeah, yeah. One one has some courage but one is a bumbling fool who is successful who drank shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nutsy. <laughs> I remember yeah, that this, joke clear as day. You know, I've really been, just quick side note. I've really been want, wanting to watch like all the Austin Powers movies again, just because I want to know how, by today's standards, like how problematic they are. Yeah. Because I, I think they're just going to be out of control. <laughs> I will say this, and I guess this is a small spoiler. One of the co-hosts had to rewatch all the movies to prepare for it, uh-huh. and he told me. Off mic, Elvin Santa show. Those movies are terrible. <laughs> he said they are absolutely. They were, they were bad. a moment you had to be yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I know? think I think that's what it was. They were a moment that you had to be there for, and rewatching them now, they probably are so bad. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, uh, for me, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm glad to be back. I'm super happy you guys recorded with me today. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll be putting this out soon. Adele and I were talking. We'll try to lock down a so tell me next week. So we we'll get caught up on Delvin's life. Yes, yeah, so y'all can um, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pressuring this dude over here is not even his fault. But that's Delvin's life. Everything happens around him, not because of him. <laughs> yeah. So with that, we got we got Tayrell, we got uh, Delvin, you got me, Chalfie. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Mama. Mama. What? Grandma's not here. Grandma's not here. She's not. She's not.